Welcome to the Relentless Podcast. I'm Darnell Haney, head coach of the great Jacksonville University, home of the Relentless Women's Basketball Program. I'm joined again by the OG Kenny Brooks, head coach at Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University, Virginia Tech, what they call it. And then the dynamic, Tyrell Robinson, head coach at North Carolina Agricultural and Technical University. They call it North Carolina a t Now we are pleasure we it's, it's our pleasure to be joined by another og in the game just finished his 20th season as head, as head coach seventh at the university of south alabama coach terry fowler fellas how we doing everybody good right great man doing great bless, good, bless man. Good. Yep. definitely definitely so today we're gonna start with you coach brooks week two of workouts man coming to a close I've learned a lot about my individual players. We've done a, some individual workouts. Um, I've learned a lot about our individual players. So what have you learned about your team thus far, if anything? Uh, first and foremost, man, we, we got a really good group. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got a lot of players trying to implement into our culture. Uh, and the thing that I've learned about each and every one of them is that they're all willing and able uh, to just abide by you know, our culture. They want to buy in. They want to get better. Uh, a lot of encouragement. You know, they're encouraging each other. Uh, and, you know, probably the best thing is they're talented. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got some pieces. We got some pieces mm-hmm. that I'm really excited about. Uh, their willingness to work, do the things they need to do. They're challenging us every day. We're trying to push them, push them to the limits of what we can do. Obviously, the COVID-19 has got us on some kind of restrictions. Right. So I think the biggest thing is I learned about them is, uh, I, well, I learned about myself is I got to get in shape, man. I got to get I'm trying to do a little bit with them. And my best friend been all week has been the little foam roller. Right. You know, work out some of those kinks. But uh, we, got, we got a great group. You know, I knew that coming in. But, you know, we've had two weeks to work with them. And uh, they're all eager. They're, they're willing. They're, they're trying to push the limits. They want to get better. And that's all you can ask for as a head coach. You know, kids who are willing to do those things and uh, great attitudes. And, you know, you guys know as well as I do, when you go to practice and you got a big smile on your face, but you're excited to work with that group, and then when you leave the workout and you're just as excited and happy and you got a big smile on your face, you know, you know, you got a really good group. And that's what we got here at Tech this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know I, I've, I've had the pleasure of uh, these young women that's been in our program this summer. They've been amazing. And it's been the same. They want to come in and learn. And, uh, they want to come in and grow and get better. And every day they're coming in trying to get better. You know, like what happens in the summertime, now this happens in the summer a lot, right? They go in, they come in the summer and everybody good to go and it's rah rah and everybody, but then that playing time start to kick in <laughs> <laughs> when the season starts and it might be separation a time. Yeah, it's the separation time, but it's been good, man. I got a good group of young women and, and, and they're growing. What about you, Coach Robinson? How's it been going? It's been good, man. You know, we got competitors. Like, we, we, we've started this thing where we talk about who the best group, group is, you know, because we're going in groups of, of uh, three groups of four and one group of three. And right. we'll tell them, we'll tell the previous group, like, yo, they just brought the energy, man. They was communicating. They was hype. And so then they bring it, and it's like a domino effect. And, and it's good when they want that type of approval. They want, they want that, you know, knowing that they were the best group. You know right. what I'm saying? And we... We get to talking in our, um, you know, in our group meet, you know, just kind of, you know, recognizing the groups that, that get it done. Right now, our guard groups have been really good. They're yeah. really good. We're pretty young. Mm-hmm. So, the, um, you know, we know that there's a, there's a process, you know, them understanding what, what's expected at this level. 
as far as intensity, you know what I'm saying? As far as attention to detail, you know, those things, we got seven freshmen, but they're, right. um, you know, they're working hard. They're doing in terms of like Kenny talked about, uh, based on what we can do right now, they're giving us their all. I'm, I'm proud nice. of them. Nice, nice, nice. So Coach Fowler, the OG's OG. That's what I call you. The, you the OG's OG. Seven seasons again at South Alabama. Seven seasons before that you did at North Alabama. So you the king of Alabama right now, right? <laughs> right? And, and, hey, and, retirement system. Right, no, that's right. <laughs> Green Hill College. You got a plan. Years. You got a plan. <laughs> you just racked up your 300th win this past season as a head coach. Amazing, an amazing feat, man. Congratulations on that. Thank Tell you. us a little bit about your journey uh, because it's unique in its own right, man. And, and I know I've had the pleasure of hearing your journey a little bit, but I want I want um, some more people to hear about that. Yeah, you know, I, I played in college, small college, um, graduated, went to work for the Internal Revenue Service for six years. Uh, I had a little part-time job on the weekends working for the Atlanta Braves on the grounds crew. The guy lived next door to me. Wow. Um, his dad was a scout there and they kind of worked there. Um, man, you know, six years internal revenue service side. That's definitely not what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so I decided I'm going to go to grad school and get my, um, MBA in sports management. And I'm going to come back and, and work for the Atlanta Braves and try to get in the front office. Wow. And, um, it, it kind of set that up and talked to some people there. Um, as I finished grad school, one of my um, good friends from back home, um, he's younger than I am. He's four, five years, four years younger than I was. He gets the head job at Spring Hill College, and he asked me to come be his assistant. And, um, again, had no intentions of coaching, never, never thought about it. Uh, and if he, it's girls basketball. And I'm like, what? Whoa, whoa wait a minute. I don't mind coaching, but – we coach your girls. And then so I just talked to some people. They said, do it for a year. And if you don't like it, you know, try to get on the boys' side or whatever. So I did it. I still wasn't sure. Um, so that summer after the, the season, I went and coached a boys' AAU team, um, 16 and under. Man, we finished the end of July. I called my guy back. Have you hired anybody? Have you replaced me yet? He's like, no. Nope. I said, man, I'm coming back if you'll take me. So um, he, he, he said, hey, come on back. So and I guess from there, the rest is history, you know. Um, I spent five years as an assistant with him at Spring Hill College. He leaves to take another job. I'm promoted on uh, head coach there. Um, you know, after our second season, we're 23 and eight. We win our conference, get to the uh, NAI National Tournament. And, um, and then I get a call from um, Coach Rick Petrie to come be his assistant at South Alabama. Um, so I went there for two years, but I still had the itch to be a head coach, you know. And uh, so Spring Hill is in Mobile with it's South in Mobile. Alabama. Yeah, look, I just been riding up and down the street. Matter of fact, <laughs> Spring Hill and South Alabama on the same street. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, wow. so I'm just riding two miles up and down the street, and I'm riding up and down I-65. That's been my journey. I uh, <laughs> so. Um, and after two years, I've still got the, the uh, itch. A guy calls me. One, the men's coach at Spring Hill calls, hey, you want your job back? Because they had gone down after about two years. Um, and so I said, I need this, this, and this. He said, I'm going to call you back. He go tell the AD. AD said, tell him, come on back. 
So I take the job and go there for four years. Um, and in the meantime, I had met an associate AD at South Alabama. He's now the AD at North Alabama. Mm -hmm. So he hires me to go up there with him, spend seven years there. Um, two of the last three years we were there, we were in a Division II NCAA tournament. Now my athletic director, who left after the first year when I was at North Alabama, he's gone to a couple of places. Now he's back. He's the athletic director of South Alabama. Mm. Hires me down here to come here from North Alabama. And, um, you know, I always tell people to never burn bridges because you never know mm. you're going to come across again. And and um, so that's kind of been my journey. Um, you know, we, we seven years here. We um, Two of the last three years, we've had 21 seasons, played in the WBI semifinals, played in the second round of the WNIT. Hey, trying to get there and get to the NCAA tournament, man. That's the goal. Absolutely, absolutely. So you got you got to be a little something different um, than a lot of than, than than me, Coach Brooks and, and Coach Robinson this summer. You guys, you didn't have any students on campus this summer, correct? Correct. Our, our student athletes are here now, though. Oh, they got there. Okay. Yeah, okay. They're here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you guys are able to go into workouts and things like yeah. that. Nice. Yeah. How, how have those been going? They've been good. You know, the difference is now our university is tied into. Um, hospital system. Our, our school owns two unit, two hospitals. Mm. So man, we're on calls with these epidemiologists, doctors yeah. everywhere. So we're, so our workouts have been mandated where, hey, we're working in, uh, hey, it's one coach, one ball, and one player. You know, they're just really trying to keep it down to that. Um, that's kind of phase two of our program. We'll get into phase three here, hopefully in the next week or so, where we can have groups of four. Got it. Coach. Um, so it's been great. I mean, everybody's coming at work, just like they're saying. Um, and, you know, our, our players have made the decision. It's a couple of things. We're going to show up every day, and we're going to work hard. And that yeah. if we do those things, we'll things to take care of themselves. But I'm like Coach Brooks, you know, because we're doing one ball, one coach. But I'm doing three hours back to back. I got to get in shape. I'm, hey, man, <laughs> that, that first two, three days, man, I couldn't even walk up the steps in the house. I would die. Right. Man, I call myself preparing for it. You know, I'm doing, you know, I do my push ups and my sit ups and, and my, my stuff every night. So I call myself preparing. You know how you do your side push ups. I'm, I'm on the side trying to get rid of my love handles. All of a sudden, I wake up in the morning and my hip is like, I'm like, am I getting old? My hip is gone. So I go in the training room. I'm like, I'm talking to my trainer, like, listen, I ain't, this ain't never happened before. I think I must have known what I did. <laughs> So she pointing it, she she touching it is tender, but it, it I guess she gave me she gave me some type of uh, ibuprofen, man. And uh, after a couple of days it wore off, but I was I was in a rut my, myself. So you guys, <laughs> I guess I ain't that far from it. You know what I mean? I gotta make sure I get through it. Yep, I gotta make sure I get get that done. T. Rob, you What's put up? your you put your group on a nice little campus run. We do something like that. We call it the Green Mile, right? Uh -huh. Just to start. Yeah. Um, how did it, how did that go, and where do you see that helping your group get acclimated to what you guys do? Well, you know that was that was actually Coach Hurt's idea. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying to to try to you know see where they were mentally, see what they've been doing during their time off. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just seeing where their conditioning was and see what their time was. And a lot of them hit a wall. We have a hill 
um, <laughs> that starts to, you know, you know about them hills, right? So yeah. all of them talked about them hills. They time was good until they hit the hill. And once they got to the top of the hill, you had some walking, you had some skipping, you had some crawling, trying to get, you know, get to the finish line. You know what I'm saying? But it was just, it just gives you an idea of where, you know, where they were, you right. know, and, um, and to let them know that we are here to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but we want you know we wanted to see where 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 their, where their mentality was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How did your how did your group come back as far as shape is concerned, um, Coach Brooks? Well, it, it was a point of emphasis that we were going to bring them back slow, a lot mm -hmm. slower than uh, than we normally would. Uh, so we, we we sent them workouts. And, you know, they had to do it on themselves. Obviously, some kids had more access to gyms and whatnot than others right. did. Right. Uh, and we were going to just make sure they came back and just really talked about technique more so than anything else. Started off very, very slow, trying to get them, uh, get their bodies back. Uh, you know, we've done a really good job. My strength coach is, is tremendous. Uh, he's been with me for, I've been a head coach for 18 years. He's been with me for 17 of them. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, and the, the, uh, the, the only time that I didn't have him was one year I was at JMU and, uh, and Terry, uh, Terry Williams called me from Auburn and mm -hmm. she had a tremendous opportunity for him. And I told him, I said, look, man, you got to go. He was so good for us, you know, very instrumental in all our success. Mm -hmm. and like, you got to go. But I told Terry, I said, look, if I ever get a BCS job, I'm coming right back after. And yeah. she started laughing. Very next year, I got the job. <laughs> his loyalty, his loyalty, you know, to me, to our programs, uh, has been tremendous. He's had overtures, man. He could have gone, he could have been an NBA, he could have been an NFL. Mm. There's a lot. So he brought them back, you know, and really just talked about technique with them, starting them off slow. You know, this thing is going to be a marathon. It's not going to be a sprint. And, uh, you know, trying to incorporate the new kids into it all. So we were very pleased with the way they come back. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't done, you know, a lot of campus runs. They've done a couple, you know, here and there. Our workouts have been basically, you know, half court mm -hmm. uh, stuff. Uh, I'm a little envious. I watch I watch T Rob out there and they got defense. They, <laughs> they rotate and they running. <laughs> they already, they already set. You know how you know how sometimes when you're eating a big cheeseburger but somebody else eating a salad, you think you just <laughs> you know, to be healthy. You know, I'm a, I'm all offense. I'm all offense. <laughs> they got defensive rotations down and all that kind of stuff. So uh but but we, we have been we've been taking it at our own pace, you know, sure. just it's, you know, we, we really feel like their mental is as important as their physical. And, you know, just having them in the gym, being around each other, being around the coaches, mm -hmm. uh, giving them some instruction, you know, they, they're in their happy place right now. So that was really important for us just to get to their mental as much as their physical. And just having them in the gym has been something that uh, has really been helpful. And with us being in, you know, you know un, un, un touch territory right now with the pandemic their mental is probably the most important right now mm -hmm. you know like we don't know yeah. if when when the season is going to start so we don't know if they need to be in they don't need to be in great shape right now I and mean, we talked i talked to my staff about that the other day they don't need to be in great shape uh physically right now they need to be in great shape physically and mentally in mentally. March, you know Absolutely. what i mean so like mm -hmm. that's the big piece that that, that, that i own in especially with my staff and and with our players, we, we can ease them in, and, and right. it can, and we can get them going, and um, just getting their mental right, and them understanding our culture and our concepts. I think is the most important. So, NBA and WNBA seasons have begun. WNBA started regular season games first, and some teams look really good out the out of the gates. I know I watched a couple games this weekend. 
Um, I told y'all what Kennedy Carter did to me at Chase and them, right? And, and uh, she, she she did it again. What are you guys' thoughts on or, or surprises opening up both seasons, NBA or, or the WNBA? Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. Some teams look good and some teams look bad, too. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was some that was some lopsided uh, victories. And, and I didn't realize, you know, like I was looking at uh, the Liberty, how young they were. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They had a, had a really had a really young um, really young team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, it's just great to have basketball back, man. Mm-hmm. It, is, it, is, it is great. It is great. I've I've yet to be able to. Uh, well, actually, I'm glancing over here watching a little bit of NBA, you right. know, right now. But um, it's just it's to be able to one be in the gym with basketball and then to go home and watch it has been. I'm in heaven right now. Absolutely, absolutely. What about you, Coach Fowler? What you think? I agree. I agree. I could. Man, I was, man, I didn't move Saturday. I mean, I was waiting for those WNBA games to get going. You know, it it was good to see Sabrina Nesby bounce back from, you know, her her start on Saturday. Right. They had a right. big game yesterday. But, man, I, you know, I had the pleasure of going to two, actually three WNBA games last year. Okay. And I just think, man, players don't understand how talented those young ladies are. They don't mm-hmm. understand – the size, um, the skill level, and, and I mean, they're the best. They're the world's best, and that's the toughest job in professional sports. Because what? It's only 144 positions. Right. You got to be one point. of the best, and I just think they don't get the credit that they deserve. And until you see one of those games live, you'll never appreciate it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the NBA restart. Hey, can't say enough about that. Just ready for that to get going. You know. Um, you know, that, that game tonight, the, the Lakers and the Clippers, you know, I'm, I'm ready to see that one, man. Don't so, uh, just looking forward to live sports, man. Never thought about the impact that live sports has on you, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you can watch a replay. You remember that was a good game. You know the outcome. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. I mean, mm-hmm. live sports is everything. I think we, we understand that now. And like Coach Rob said, hey, to be back in the gym. I mean, to see it and then now you're a part of it too. There's nothing like that ball now. No, not at all. Not at all. What'd you see, Coach Brooks? I tell you what, I, I, just like you guys, I sat there and I watched it and watched it and watched mm-hmm. it. Uh, I don't think the WNBA, uh, they get enough credit. Uh, no. I don't think our kids give them enough credit. Right. I mean, no, I mean, they don't. How many times have you heard your kids say, I want to I go to WNBA? Yeah. Right. But they don't watch the WNBA. They don't mm-hmm. see those players and how good they are. And just it's like Coach Fowler said, that's the hardest job to have in, in the country mm-hmm. because it's, it's so very few of them. And you know what? You got Sue Bird at 39 playing the way she's playing. She not Man, getting- look. Right. Look, <laughs> look. She's not going nowhere. I was, right. saying, I was looking at her thinking the same thing. I'm like, she is still no, killing. Right. <laughs> so, so when my kids, you know, my kids come up and they say, I want to I want to make the WNBA, I quiz them. Tell me what you know about the WNBA. Tell me mm-hmm. who was this on this team. And, and you know what? We probably, as male coaches, we, we're probably guilty of it, too. When we make a lot of references, sometimes we make references of, of old-school men's players that we talked about. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find my kid a hook the other day. I said, you know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is? You know, maybe I should be saying, you know, <laughs> you know something like that. Right. Give it the credibility that it deserves, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm watching, and just like you guys, I'm a fan, and uh, I'm a fan of good basketball. So when I watch mm-hmm. Seattle, you know, if Seattle is on, I'm watching. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell you who else I really like? Chicago. Chicago is really mm-hmm. good. 
there's some of them. I, my, my big disappointment is Phoenix. I mean, come on, man, y'all got a big three. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just go to show you, you got Diana Parasi, you got Brittany Brown, and you got Skylar Diggins, and you can still get beat by 25. That means some good players in this league. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited, just like you guys, man, just to have live. Uh, I'm excited about it. I've been glued to it, watching it. I'm a baseball, I'm a Dodgers fan. That's mm. been that's been hard for me to watch. <laughs> no, no fans. That's kind of hard. You see you the know? cardboard fans up at the baseball yeah, game. I, 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 <laughs> I love it, but I, but I I'm excited. I'm excited for you know live sports and to be able to watch it. Man, it was for about you know like for maybe two months. Man, ESPN got no play at my house. Yeah. Right, <laughs> wasn't nothing on. Me too. Right, me so. Too. You know, you know, it, 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 it's now it's now stuck on that channel, and you know, I'm my wife watching her stuff, and I'm like, I gotta you can go read a book or something, man, because I, I <laughs> because I I can't I I couldn't do it. But in any event, um, I'm I'm also excited about live sports being back, and um, the 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 players in the WNBA, it just they they make it, and that's what pros do, right? They make it look easier than it really is. Right, and um, we, we, I talked to my players today about um, just learning um, control and being under control, and how those players in the WNBA—they're not gonna let anybody rush them. They're not gonna do anything. They're gonna be under control. They're gonna finish plays. They're gonna see the game before they actually make the play. They're gonna see it first. So, like, just trying to teach them that has been um, really good, and and then having dialogue with them. You know, like when those games came on, you got to remember, like my group, a lot of the girls in my group, a lot of the young women in our program, they watched those games this weekend. So mm-hmm. they got a chance to, you know, we were on our group chat and just having dialogue about it, man. And, and it was good. It's good. And, it, and now, like Kenny, like you talked about, it's something that we can reference and it's a connection that we can have with our, with, with our players. So that's good as well. Terry. You just got a recruit out of my state, I might add, right? Yeah. Uh, congrats on that. Congrats on that. We talked about a little bit the other day about re- the recruiting landscape and how this summer is different than any other summer we've had recruiting. Um, elaborate a little bit about that, about what we talked about and, and how it, how the landscape has changed. Yeah, yeah, we were talking. I, I, I the the 21 and, and the 22 class, I, I think going to be the most undevaluated classes ever, you know, just especially this 21 class, but, but both classes just depending on how, how much this goes along. And um, programs are the same. It's going to go both ways. I think, you know, coaches, we, we, we going to make some mistakes and some players going to make some mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, and you know if they go with this um, one-time transfer deal. Who knows what's going to happen next year? I right. mean, who knows what's going to happen when that thing uh, breaks loose? And so, um, you know, you you've got to trust the people that are that are around you. You got to trust people that that know those kids, and 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 hopefully you making the right decision, and they're making the right decision because it's, it's it's truly about trying to have a fit. But, you know, our, our coach is panicking, our players panicking. Who knows? I mean, it's, it's just we're, we're in uncharted waters. Um, 
You know, we've got five scholarships. We've got four commitments already. Mm-hmm. Now, now, these are kids other than the one we just got from you that we had been on. So we're excited when we got right. them early. Right. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, when you talk about under-evaluated, um, I, I agree. But I, I agree because you got film where you can watch the kids and we got these live streams that's going on. But I'm talking about the evaluation piece on that kid as a person and that kid character wise. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you can't, you can't, you, you can't go to the, um, with a 22 right now, you won't be able to go to the cafeteria and talk to the cafeteria lady and find out, you know, what kind, what type of person she is. You know what I mean? You, 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 you find that out um, later on in the process. Um, so I think that's going to be a key piece as well. What about you, Rob? What what you think about this this landscape, man? I think I think it it has its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Like you may mess around and the and the kid fall on your lap just because of the panic of what what's going on. Good and point. I think the circumstances are different in regards to how far ahead of you in the process of knowing the kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know that's where, like Coach Fowler said, and congratulations too, 421 commitments. I'm pretty sure y'all were ahead of the curve. You knew you had four scholarships available. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, and these kids, you know, some of them are panicking. Some of these AU coaches are panicking. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sure y'all are getting just as much emails as me of film. I'm like, damn, I can't watch all these games. You know what I'm saying? Who's recruiting them? <laughs> you know, let me evaluate like that. Is Virginia Tech recruiting? Okay, yeah, I want them. I like them. You know what I'm saying? But – but honestly, like, I, I, you know, I agree with Coach. There are going to be some mistakes made, but there are also going to be some people that are going to take advantage of this mm-hmm. because of, you know, people panicking for that opportunity. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The opportunity to get a free education. Um, I hope we get lucky, you know, in, in regards Absolutely. to that. Um, and I agree with you. You know, the character pieces is important um, for us. This is going to be a long process unless – you know, they're that special, you know, I'm telling my staff, we're going to take our time. We're going to take mm-hmm. our time and make sure that we get, you know, we get the right person, the right fit. Um, Cause that's, that's important right now, especially if they, the transfer rule, you know, goes into play. Yeah. Yeah. Coach Brooks. Tell you what, man, it's like sometimes playing with fire. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you play with fire and you don't get burnt, you know, you keep on mm-hmm. doing it. The way the landscape has changed, you know, I'm old school, you know, me and coach Fowler, we're old school where we talk about, it used to be we wouldn't offer a kid a scholarship until they came on their official visit. Right. You know, and, and you, you know, you see how the visit went. And then it was like, maybe I'm gonna offer them, maybe I'm not gonna offer them, depending mm. on how you know with the, with the players and you know the staff, everything. And I I've had situations where I didn't offer a kid after they came on the official visit. Mm-hmm. And now now with the way the landscape of recruiting is, you had to almost offer to have the second conversation. Absolutely. Of, conversation and we we as coaches and I'm not gonna speak for everybody but I think we as coaches we we've, we've done that we we've gotten used to putting that offer out because you know the kid ain't gonna always take it they mainly just want to put it on Instagram you know I got an <laughs> offer from you know such and such but that allows you to start the process mm-hmm. and then what happened man this pandemic hit this COVID hit then all of a sudden kids start panicking like 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 T Rob said and now you might get caught because okay, that kid is like, "Hey, I want to come," and now you're like, "Oh, wait, I just, I really wanted to see you play this spring," right. <laughs> you know, or you know, and you're trying to back it up. Now, now you now you caught because it, it puts you in a predicament, puts you in a predicament with the AAU coach, 
Um, mm -hmm. and, and because now you, you got, you're forced to make a decision before you really can invest and see how this kid played in the summer. Is this kid going to be a good fit for us? Did she duplicate that in the, in the summertime, what she did in the spring? Right. You know the kid. And, uh, and I'll tell you, man, it just changed. And it was like, had you backpedaling a little bit. You had to try to figure out because, and also what hurt us is like, we're just now seeing what our freshmen can do. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Just seeing what they can do. You know, normally you had all summer to be able to figure it out. You know, you're, you're a freshman last year who hadn't played a lot. Okay. How much have they improved from March to June? Exactly. All right. Sometimes you like, yeah, they got potential. Sometimes you like, and that ain't gonna work. I gotta go ahead and you know try to something else. <laughs> and, uh, and we didn't have that period. We didn't have that period. So it's really changed landscape. Uh, just like you know, both the other coaches said, I think there's going to be so you're gonna hit some home runs. Some of them you're gonna strike out on, and now you got to deal with it because that rule is coming. That rule oh, yeah. is. Coming. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I just hope the handshake line because you go through the handshake line and somebody trying to you know recruit somebody. <laughs> Body snatch, body snatch. That's what I call it. They body snatch from me. Hey, and look, you know, one more thing to, to uh, everybody's point, the thing that I'm more excited about because in Haney, Coach Fowler, y'all y'all can really, you know, understand that you, you're following that kid and you know that kid is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And damn it, they play well at that one tournament and damn Kenny Brooks reaches yeah. out. Just, just, to, just to see how they doing. <laughs> just to see how they doing. Not the offering. And then that's that that just that just took your process two yeah. months to see what Kenny Brooks is gonna do. That is not going on right now. Right. And, so that's that's an advantage. That's an advantage. That's the advantage. That's yeah, the, that's it, advantage. it definitely is. It definitely yeah. is. They can't. That's what's opened that door for you to get a home run. Yeah, yeah. but but yeah. then they can they, they can also swoop in. Like we had one swoop in, and all of a sudden, just like it's happened to everybody, somebody swoop in and boom, right? It's over. Now you yeah. now you you're going to number two. So it just, Look, and this, just how it works. And this live stream stuff got me, man, because you know, I'm the you know, I got to come to my office because if I'm on the couch, man, I done missed damn two games. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, went to, you know, went to the refrigerator, man, and next thing you know, you done missed the she out the game again. Don't let me eat, don't let me eat something. I'm self-proclaimed I got hey. The, the good news is you can get the replay though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, the, the good replay. news. Four yeah. feet. Four yeah. feet, I might add. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, T Rob, talk about the life of a head coach, man. Pre-game rituals. What you got? What you go go on the day of a game, man? Talk walk us through a game day for us. For me personally or the team? <laughs> every every well, you personally. Home or away. Let's 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 say you guys are at uh you're at Norfolk State. At Norfolk State. Um man, well all my all my mornings start with uh getting up early and working out. Okay. Um and that's kind of my time to to process um to rethink the game plan. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a, a deep thinker man and I'm very analytical as far as my approach with my group and what we're going to talk about and and what we're going to review, and did that? Did I miss something? You know, in mm -hmm. scout. Um, after that, I obviously get a good meal. We uh, normally have um, film um, early in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, before shoot around. A lot of times, our conference foes give us the earliest shoot around. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know, so you, so you go to that shoot around, and then uh, when we get back, 
again, I am I am I am big on preparation. We'll watch film again. Okay. Um, we will talk about our game plan, and then we'll give them um, because this is something that I've learned, man. And you guys tell me I hate I hate players that come to the bus sleepy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they haven't gotten enough sleep. I'm all like, oh, hell. We about to we ain't about to get nothing out of them. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. so we 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 give them you know an hour or two to kind of decompress. And then once they get on that bus, it's focused and we got to, you know, we got to get it done. You know what I'm saying? We get there. Uh, we get there everywhere we go. We try to get there two hours early to, okay. to stretch and, and get shots up and uh, maybe review something that we didn't get to do and shoot around. Because um, in our conference, you may get an hour, you may get an hour and a half, you may get 30 minutes of, of, of shoot around time. Right. It's, it's a very competitive league. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, so we'll get there early. We'll get there early and try to um, try to just, you know, maybe the, if there's a, a set that I want to review, make sure baseline out of bounds, so on and so forth, get comfortable. During that time, I'll text my staff and let them know what I want. And I'm, I love music, man. I'll mm-hmm. stay on the bus uh, once they get off and I'll kind of zone out, listen to my gospel, whatever gets me focused and then um i walk into the uh into the locker room um about an hour um 45 minutes before the game um mm-hmm. my assistant coaches i always let them know what to put on the board i have horrible handwriting man i um i learned after my third year just stop doing it you you got people that you pay let them do that shit man i'm excuse me let them do it you know what i'm saying so so yeah, so then I go in. Is that that spelled right? That's what I want. All right, and then the nice. team comes in and we go to work, man. Nice, nice, nice. What about you, Coach Brooks? Walk us through a day. All right, I, I'll take the home. I'm I'm boring on the road. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I'll take the home. Uh, I get up leisurely. I come in the office, and uh, usually on game day, I'm a loner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I come in the office, and I'll shut my uh, I'll shut my door, and pretty much the, the people know they know. Only if it's important, knock on his door. Otherwise, it's not. And I, I'll just watch film, man. Sometimes the film is watching me, but most of the time I'm watching film. Is it something that I need to pick up on? Is it something, you know, is, is, do they call timeouts during this time? Do they do they change their defense after, you know, certain things? Mm-hmm. You need to watch it and watch it. And, uh, and what I like to do, too, is I'm a big workout guy mm-hmm. uh, in a different sense than what Terrell is. He works himself out. I like to work my players out. Oh. And, uh, and so – during, during the day, I might take two or three of them, and they might come over, you know, in the middle of the day or, or before we have our shoot-around, and we'll get maybe 15, 20 minutes either on the floor, and then we'll go over some shots they might get against a particular defense. Nice. Uh, or, or I know that, hey, I'm going to run this set a lot today, so I might bring my two guards. She's going to be the recipient of it. And we'll work on some of her footwork to catch, shoot, and do some things like that. So I usually have about two or three of those a day. Helps me keep my mind off of too much stuff in the office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go home. We pregame. I go home. My ritual, I, a lot of things come to me in the shower. You know, it's when mm-hmm. I, you know, do you do your thing, but then I'll sit in there like 45 minutes in the shower, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we hadn't ran this play in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I get out, you know, and that's when I can think real clear. Uh, me and my wife drive over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come to the office, and one of the silliest things I do, man, is when I walk across our practice gym to get to our main floor, I have to pick up a basketball, and I roll it to see if I can, close I can get it to the uh, to the ball rack. Mm. If I get real close without hitting it, 
we're gonna have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm superstitious, superstitious. You know, right. I try mm-hmm. to do all that kind of stuff. So then right. I then I get over there, and uh, unlike Terrell, I write all the uh, scout on the board. Okay. I, I put everything on the board. I put everything on the board because it helps me refresh. The, the assistants do the scout, but it helps me to know number three is a shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the kid's name, their tendencies, what we're trying to do. It gives me a chance to talk to the kids. I can either lighten the mood, or I can let them know that we're going to be really serious, but I really set the tone for what we're going to try to do. The main thing it does is it helps me. So I'm a, I'm a stress ball before the, before the game, but all those mm-hmm. things help me. Uh, help me in my routine and I try not to do the you know hey I'm not gonna wear this suit because we got our butt kicked last time I wore this suit man hey but I, 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 I know I know it's not so warm played well and uh, but I try not to know that stuff but uh you know that that's my that's my home ritual man I'm 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 if I wore them socks and we got pop, we got pop we, we man them socks <laughs> <laughs> we not doing it coach Fowler Talk to us about your routine, man. <laughs> All right, just about Coach Brooks right there talking about a suit. It's not me worried about wearing the suit. It's my assistants. Don't you wear that all black again. <laughs> we all want you in that. <laughs> they, they telling me what to do. You know, okay, I get it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> uh, look, I, I'm, I'm more, a little bit laid back on it because I don't want to be stressed out about it. I need to have some free flowing mm-hmm. in my mind, but I'm like Coach Brooks. I'm, I'm watching that film, and I'm just looking for that last little edge I can give mm-hmm. our team. You know, really trying to figure, hey, here's a tip off to something, and try to mm-hmm. give that to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on on the road, man. So I'll take on the road since we had uh, <laughs> everybody stay one. Hey, let's you know it's at the hotel. We got we're up. It's breakfast. Then I'm going back to the room. I'm gonna watch some film before we go to shoot around. We're going to have our team watch film and shoot around as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as we go over, our shoot around is it's more relaxed. It's more mm-hmm. relaxed than a lot of people. So it's like, I don't want to get mad. It's not about them. I don't want them, <laughs> I don't want them, I don't want them pissing me off. Okay? You're not ready. You ain't see. So we're going we're gonna to shoot. We're going to have guard post breakdown. We're going to have some um, – some competitive shooting drills. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're going to script our first three plays we may want to do. Got it. Um, we go over the other team's baseline and sideline. And um, then we got the half-court shot. You know, we're going to shoot that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. kind of end it. But I, I'm trying to not get mad at, at shooting. So, so it's it. more a relaxed deal. And on uh, weekends, we don't take a shoot-around on the road if it's an afternoon game. Okay. We won't take that 7, 30, 8 o'clock shoot-around. We just – I think sleep's more important, so we won't we won't do that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm I'm writing the notes down because that is that's a refresher. I'm just kind of regurgitating everything. It's basically just regurgitating the scout. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big on the pregame motivation speech. I, personally, I don't like. I'm like it doesn't do anything. I'm like that is only going to get us so far to the first media timeout. You know, mm-hmm. but the play, what I've gotten response back to the players when I don't bring something, coach, we, you know, so now I got to bring it. So I told one of my players, I said, man, I got to bring 30 of these. And then you know what they told me? <laughs> the preacher got to bring 52 of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I said, okay. So I, you know, I'll spend that time even in the summertime trying to figure out things I want to say and, but spend, spend time on that, trying to figure out what, what's something to get them going. And, um, you know, Hey, I'm defensive minded. So I'm, I'm looking for all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff on the defensive end of the floor, but mm-hmm. that, that's a typical thing. I'm trying to stay as stress-free. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to check my emails because we all know any day, <laughs> let alone game day, you check your email, your whole day's blown. It's over. Or that one phone call, something's mm-hmm. happening, academics, the AD, something's happened, and your whole day's gone. And so mm-hmm. I try to stay away from that stuff in the morning time so we can, you know, think about the game when we're at home. But on the road, it's more of a laid back, relax, let, let's go. And I play, we want them loose. Yeah, and, and we 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 have a, a, a interesting situation in our home games, um, like like uh, T Rob, we share a gym with men's basketball, and we share a gym with um, volleyball as well. Um, so we have our shoot around, and then you got classes, and we don't have a lot of class uh, offerings. So you got classes. So when we we get up, and we may have shoot around at eight a.m. So our shoot around might be eight a.m. at home. So we'll do an 8 a.m. shoot around at home. We'll do um, in the shoot around. We'll make sure we get a guard post situation going just to get them going and up in the morning. Um, and then uh, we'll go into our defensive game plan. We'll do baseline out of bounds stuff to make sure we're not getting, you know, caught on anything like that defensively. And then we'll do our defensive breakdown. And then we go over some some of the actions and some of the some of the plays that we're going to try to attack them with um, at the tail end. And then we shoot. Um, I, I think um, just getting them mentally prepared and them seeing shots go in the basket helps a little bit. You know, it helps me. I know when I see shots going in, you know, they 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 they, they, they making shots. I, it, it helps me. So um, I, I know that 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 helps them as well. Um, and then uh, I'll go home and then I'll come back uh, and before the game and I'll. I'll go when I go home. I'll watch some film, and then I'll come back before the game with my uh, with my suit and everything. And, uh, about about six o'clock, we'll go in, and we'll, I'll I'll I write the, the the scout and and the things that's on on the board. Like you said, Coach Brooks, my assistants do the scout, but um, I'll, I'll I'll go over the scout with them, but I also go over some of the things that I saw, um, and then we'll go into uh, pre-game and then I like to walk out there like with maybe four minutes on the clock. I'm down there going, I'm down there going, I'm antsy downstairs. I'm just walking up, walking, pacing before every game. But um, we get there and, and, and we get the tip and it's on and popping from there. But um, that's kind of my routine at home games. Away games is when I really get a chance to, um, like I I might do a, I do a jog in the morning because some, in our conference, they might be a little bit better. They they give us ten o'clock, eleven o'clock shoot arounds. You know what I mean? Not like not no seven a.m.s like they do they, like they do y'all, T Rob. But um, six six a.m. six a.m. <laughs> but, but in any event, um, that that's really my day, especially as a for home games. Um, so that's good. That's good. A lot of people have different things that they do going into games, man, and it's good to hear. Um, some of you guys' rituals and them socks, man. If I if I'm wearing them socks and we lost, it yeah. might might look trashing. 
bothers me too, man. Yeah. Like, if, I, if I remember it, like, damn, when I wore this, we got our butts handed to us. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to change the belts. I'm going to do this. I'm a, uh, I, I can't remember what I had for dinner yesterday, but I know exactly what socks I was Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, all right, fellas. All right. We 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 all we were all young. We all um, did our thing, right? Um, let's talk about my dude Lou Williams. Stepped out the NBA bubble, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stepped out the NBA bubble, right? Take care of some family issues, right? Got caught. They caught him at Magic City grabbing some wings. He just getting some wings, man, right? At Magic City grabbing some wings. Might I add? Listen. You know, Lou Williams has his own flavor wings at Magic City. So, you know, he's a regular um, on the wings there. <laughs> it just, it, I mean, I mean well, what I think is it just goes to show that the era we're, we're in it, as, a, as a society, right? Like, I, I, nothing is private anymore, right? You, 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 can't, mm -hmm. you can't walk down the street and you, you can't shake the iPhone camera. Like, the, the camera is everywhere. And with all of you guys being in, 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 in all of us being in a position of notoriety, um, they're going to catch a pick, right? It, it, so, um, and it's something I tell my players all the time, right? I, I tell my players all the time that you, you guys are in a situation where you are, um, you're a known face and a known, so if you out and you're not um, in, in the right situation, you may get caught up in some stuff. So what are your thoughts on the situation and, and the times we're in, um, Coach Brooks? Tell me about that. Well, first and foremost, if there was a such thing as a time machine and, I, and when I was 20 years old and they put me in today's day, I'd have been done. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> my, my famous response back when I was 20, 25 years old, wasn't me. Exactly. <laughs> 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 and, and, you know what? And you couldn't prove it. It was my word against whoever else no word. No about that. But just like you said, man, it, it's it's just it's different times. And mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you got to fault society, but also you got to fault you know the player. Come on, Lou. Mm -hmm. You know you can't you can't take a picture. Right. It's okay there, but you can't wear the the, the gear you just got issued in the bubble. <laughs> trying to take a picture. You know, mm -hmm. right, look, I mean, it's one thing if somebody snapped a shot of you and it maybe looked a little blurry and you could have right. been, but you posed for the picture. So that wasn't very smart. Wasn't very smart. No, that wasn't. For, for me, uh, I'm happily married, love my family, and mm -hmm. I'm glad that I'm at the stage that I am that I don't want to go out. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't want to go out. I, you know, sit me in front of TV with a good show or NBA and, you know, family around. I'm good. I've been like I got my three-year-old granddaughter with me right now, and I watched Frozen twelve times in the last two days, and I'm good. And I'm, right. but like you know, I, I got a brother. My brother lives in Atlanta. Okay. And so when I go when I go recruiting, he's always like you know we always have a good time. We go spawn divots. We get something to eat. You know, he takes me all these places, and you know he's a little bit younger. He's single, so he's like, you want to go to Magic City? And I'm yeah. like, nah, I can't go in there. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> can't go in there because one snapshot then all of a sudden you know the whole the whole thing so exactly. you know for me you know I just I don't put myself in that predicament I don't put myself in that situation nor do I want to but I think a lot of it the way society is and the times I don't I won't dare put myself in that situation mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so it's definitely different man but you know guys just got to be wise man it's just exactly 
exactly. Talk to us a little bit about your your thoughts, T. Rob. Man, look, <laughs> my alma mater is known for the greatest homecoming on earth, Jiho. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I have not enjoyed Jiho since the year before I took this position. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Like it was just that serious. Now the year before I took this position, <laughs> I might have been like Lou. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But. But once, you know, you step into a, a place of leadership, you know, you, you got, you're held to a certain standard and this guy's a millionaire. He's making all this money. The least you can sacrifice, you know, to have a season and, and to protect everyone is, is staying in that bubble and not going, you know, we say the wings is, they got some Lou Williams wings. And yeah, I love Lou wings, dude, man. Dude, dude is a walking bucket. But. You gotta, you gotta be better than that, man. You gotta be better than that. You gotta accept the, the criticism for, for your mistakes, man. Right. But yeah, I'm, I'm like Kenny. I don't, I don't want to. I don't have a need to. And that is even like for me. That is even because you know back when, I was an assistant coach and we mm -hmm. went out in July recruiting and and it was like what's what, what's going on next? What's going on? Mm -hmm. You know, and you're waking up early. Now I'm like, man, I'm not doing that mess. Right. I'm going to my hotel room. You know, I'm going to actually follow my entire recruiting schedule, and then I'm going to take give me something to eat, take my butt to bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I just like the positions that we're in, that we were held to a high standard. Um, the same way our, our leader, nation's leader right now, is held on a lot of scrutiny and criticism for everything that comes out of his mouth and what he does. You know, it's the same thing when you, you know, in the positions that we have and we're representing this university. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I think Lou made a, a horrible mistake, man. He gets paid too much. Yeah. You know, and his life is too good to 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 be that self. That's just my opinion. I got you. I got you, Coach Fowler. Yeah, no, I agree with everything that's been said so far. And and I think the one thing for us is, hey, the four guys on this screen, we got an extra, Absolutely. extra thing to hold. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. Because if one of us gets out, it's one down. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I, and I take that with extreme pride. Mm. You know, and I, I tell people all the time, "Listen, I'm gonna lose my job because we want lost, not because of anything else." Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm not, I'm not going. We're not gonna have any of that. No, I think it's the same stuff with you know the Final Four. You can't go mm -hmm. through the things at the Final Four. That, you know, maybe when we were assistants, you could go do. You can't. Right. You can't do that right. because everybody's watching you. Mm -hmm. So. And, and 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 so I think we have a, a you know a, a big part that we have to hold up to, and and I think the, like I said, the, the four of us on this screen is a little extra because we may not get another chance. Man. So so I, I I take this extremely, extremely serious. And, and one of the things that you know, even when I was an assistant coach, man, that, that I took to heart, I I understood that too. Right. As an assistant coach, like I knew like it wasn't that many of us. Right. So because it wasn't that many of us, I I got to make sure that I'm on my P's and Q's in every way that I can be. Um, and a, a lot of especially like a lot of the young, the, the, the younger guys that, you know, that I talk to and, and associated with. I just tell them, man, that you got to be better than your counterparts, you got to be better than them in every aspect. Your scout can't come up uh, where it's not right. 
right? You got to be better than – you just have to be better because, like like you said, um, Coach Fowler, opportunity don't come, don't come along again. So you just got to make sure that you cherish the opportunity, whatever the opportunity is, and, and be the best at that. Like, I, I just – I, I don't understand, and, and I struggle with um, people who get opportunities um, that look like us and, and in the situations that we're in, and they take them for granted, right? And, and I, I just struggle with that. So that's, 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 that's huge that you said that, and that's a great point, Coach Fowler. Like, um, we're, we're – uh, 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 almost, I, I was telling T. Rob the other day, they're trying to make us extinct. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're trying to make us like the dinosaur, like a T-Rex. We're not a T-Rex. I mean, you got, I looked at, I did it yesterday. I did a little uh, of the landscape. And right now, the 354 NCAA Division One schools, it's 3% of us. 3%. And that's including the HBCUs. So it's a, it's a, when you look at it, it's just, it, you, you, you're blessed to be in the situation that you're in. Um, and, and, and you have to make sure that you um, cherish it and do what you can to be, to be the best at it. You know, exactly. Uh, on your point, man, and, and the four of us on the screen, and there, and there are many, uh, there, there are a few others. Uh, you know, there, there's a big movement right now, where, you know, and, and rightfully so, uh, where women empowering women. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, I got three daughters. I got mm-hmm. three daughters who I want them to have every opportunity in the world. All right, so I'm all for that. But I think this gives us an opportunity, us four and a few others. It gives us an opportunity for you know even even black men empower black men, and the way mm-hmm. we way we do that, the way we do that, uh, we might not have as strong a voice. We might not have a strong a voice, man. But we got to make sure we we represent and we do our best. And not just by winning and losing, not just by winning games, because we all win games. Mm-hmm. We all win games. And we might not get those same opportunities that are presented to some of our counterparts who win the same amount of games. Mm-hmm. But we got to continue doing that, man. We got to continue doing that. And just like you guys said, sometimes we got to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And being a little bit better, not just on the court, but how we conduct ourselves and how, and how we go out so that we can help the next generation because because it's a, it's a lot of good coaches man absolutely, a lot of absolutely. Good, a lot of good coaches and a lot of a lot of um we're, we're just as influential as anybody else mm-hmm. you know and when you look when you look at the nuclear family you know you want to have that father figure how many of your kids love it you're like a father figure to them exactly. you know exactly. we, we need that we we need that so you know I, I'm all for the, the, the women empowering women, and, and I, hey, I'll support it. I'll stay by it. I'll give you my voice for it because I'm all for it. But we can't forget. We can't forget about our little black boys. We yep, can't forget yeah. about our black men who need the same opportunities. And don't, don't, don't judge me or, or discredit me because I'm a women's basketball coach. I chose right. to be a women's basketball coach. I've had opportunities. I've had, had men's jobs offered to me while I've been at JMU and here. I don't want them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I'm where I want to be. So don't punish me because I'm where I want to be. I think I can really help women's basketball. I think I can help a lot of women by, you know, offering up knowledge that I know of. And at the same time, we got to go out, man. We got to be good. We, we got to be better than normal so that we can help the next generation of, of black males who want to be women's basketball coaches because it's a difference. It's mm-hmm. a difference. Yeah, just 
Coach Bauer said, I mean, it gave me chills when he said it. I want to coach women's basketball. Yeah. I don't want to coach women's basketball. I like the women's game. I like the women's game, and I choose to do so. So we got to be great, man, so that we can empower the next generation of black males who want to be women's basketball coaches. Exactly. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Man. When, when, yeah. you, when we go to a AAU tournament and we go to um, to watch a lot of these high school games, uh, especially like the AAU tournaments, you, you look at who's coaching them. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's their – um, that's who they're they're looking to, and and at times that's their father figure, right? It's, especially to a lot of the young women here. So you guys all have great points, man. And one more thing, Deanna, when you cut you off, but like I I don't want to come across, and none of us do, like uh, like give us jobs, give us these right. opportunities. Right. We just want the same opportunities, just like mm. when we're facing with the social injustices. You know, we as black people. You know, that's all we want is to be treated equal. Mm. We don't want to be treated better. We right. ask better. We we asking for the same opportunities that you give good people. You know, and don't don't discredit us because of the color of our skin. Us as black male coaches, you know, we're just asking for the same opportunities because we we feel like that we can influence you know the game just as positively as anybody else. Not mm. better. I'm not saying right. we. Better, you know, uh, just give us opportunity. And if our if our record. And our resume says that we deserve it and that we're better. Okay, give us that same shot. Mm -hmm. All right. And let, let's not try to keep division in what we're doing because we're all we're all here for the kids. Absolutely. That's what we're here. That's good stuff, Kenny. That's good Definitely. stuff, man. Definitely. All right, guys, we play a little game. Um, I'm gonna ask each one of you guys, uh this for that. <laughs> it, 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 I'm gonna ask each one of you guys, is this a skill or is this a talent? Right? So I had this uh, this debate with my uh, with my staff today, and we talk about different aspects of the game. And is it skill? Is it something that can be developed, or is it just a talent? All right. And we'll start with we'll start with you, Coach Brooks. The layup, the layup, skill or talent? Oh man, it's a skill because some of my kids don't have it. I don't know how they miss it. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm teaching hey let's 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 lay it up you know so, right right they, because they're all talented kids they all should have it so i i gotta say skill okay what about you go rob skill or talent layup no i agree with kenny because i you know i've seen some on the highest level throw that thing over the backboard <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Feet about a shot clock, you know what I'm so, saying? So, so, so a skill is something that you work on and you can get better at. A talent is something like, right? You just have it, yeah. right? And that, and that, that is speed. That's explosiveness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's the gift, but that skill is that touch. Mm. And yeah, them backboards be hurting. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coach Fowler. Oh, it's a skill, no doubt. I mean. You, you think about it, man. Like you said, like Coach Ross, it's the highest level. They're missing. You watching the game, like, how did they miss it? And it's uh, NBA, WNBA, what? It's a skill. Hey, it I makes mean, me I, feel good about some of my practices, man. I'm like, right. Right, everybody, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And the reason why that was the first question, because I just got out of a workout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just, I, I wanted to know what you guys thought, because I think, and I'm going to be, I think it's a talent. 
I think there's some people that just finish plays, right? And I think you can you can get better at making layups. But I think there's some people like I had a young lady. We've had a young lady that don't miss, <laughs> right? That don't miss layups. You don't know how she do it. She just don't miss, and it, she just got a touch around the basket. Now, maybe that's maybe that that was developed as she was playing, right? But she had never been like coached or anything like that. She just know how to put the ball in the basket. So I, I think it's a talent, but it is also something that you can get better at skill-wise. So that's good. All right. So it's both. <laughs> basically, 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 basically. You ain't going to try to sneak that in. <laughs> <laughs> the pull-up the pull-up pull jump shot. Coach Fowler, the pull-up jump shot. Ooh, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna play your role. I'm gonna say it's a talent because that's that that. Now I've seen guys. I'm telling you, we had a guy when I was in North Alabama on the men's team. Okay. He didn't miss it. He didn't miss. I mean, he didn't miss the pull up jumper. Big money game, money shot. He was gonna make it. But I also saw him, you know, two three days a week make 500 of them. You know, where he worked on it, but. Dude, he had it. He had that talent. He was a pull-up jumper machine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it was like it was like a layup. Okay, so we to, his pull-up was a layup. Right. Right. So I, I'm gonna say that's a that's just talented because some people just ingrained to shoot that pull-up jumper. That's just they figured out that's their niche as they grow up playing. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, hey, I'm Rob. My fault. My fault. You, go, Rob. What you got? Coach Fowler, you just tried to pull a Haney, man. And you said layup. <laughs> a little while ago, you said, I know, hey, I'm a good listener now. I caught myself. I, I was hoping you guys didn't catch it, but I caught it. I said, dang it, I just said a layup was a skill. <laughs> All right, man. I get one. So I say the shooting is the skill, but that, okay. that agility, that explosion to be able to stop and pop, that's the talent. That's the talent. Got it. Got it. Got it. The shot of shooting is a skill, though. Yeah. Okay, okay. Coach Brooks? You just answered both ways. <laughs> <laughs> look, look I, I, I thought I thought one thing on this show, and then it was I had a different thought. Y'all are confusing. Oh, confusing like, you know what? Yeah. Think of it. I'm just going to pick one. <laughs> right. No, nah, but you know what? It, it is. I mean, there's some talented kids, man. There's some talented kids who, who are just able to knock that down. And it's, it, that makes us wonder. Why? Why? Why can she make it, but she can't? You know, mm -hmm. that, that's where it makes it a talent. I'm doing what y'all doing. I'm doing both. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the skill and the skill comes in. Can you do it consistently? That's pretty good, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's it. You got it. Yeah. You hit it on the head. Haney, you either gonna have to come up with a new game or something. We're we, we gonna we, play we, both ways. We playing both sides. Look, 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 look. Knowing, knowing we talking about the type of player we want. We I know. We still <laughs> and talent. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us about the handles, man. The handles, T. Rob. The handles is that natural? Do you learn? Do you is that a skill or like that? I'm talking, and I'm not talking about um, basic um, being able to bring the ball down the floor handles. I'm talking about somebody that got it on a string, right? Oh man! <laughs> Damn it, man! All right. We right back. We right back to square one. <laughs> we back back to square one. 
That's that's both, man. That's both. Okay. That's both. That's that's a skill, but you got some that are very talented with that. Out skill. the womb, you got them coming out the womb handling that thing, man. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you just like you just talking about Kennedy Carter. Like that thing yeah. is, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Kenny had Kenny had one this year with some pretty good handles. Nice call. Yeah, man, string. Yeah. What you think, hey, let, let, Kenny? Hey, let, let me go before Coach Bowler messed me up. <laughs> go ahead. Let, let the say, point guard go. I'm going to say talent, all mm -hmm. right, because, because I can handle the rock. You know, mm -hmm. I can do a lot of things. I can handle the rock. And that thing was on the string. I don't know how. I don't right. know how, all right, because I didn't do none of this skill stuff that these kids be doing right. now. 18 balls dribbling at one time. <laughs> now, now, when they do that, that's a skill, all right? When they can dribble exactly. three, four, five of them, that's a skill. But it takes a talent to be able to handle that thing and get some pressure between your legs and, and to be able to think about something else while you're still handling a rock. So I'm going to say it's a talent. Okay. 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 Good, Kenny. I, I, I'm going talent. Okay. And that's my answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to use this analogy. I think about Isaiah Thomas with the Pistons. Mm -hmm. He wasn't going to camps and had a dribble and a skill coach. He just was doing it, man. He's doing mm -hmm. it on the blacktop in Chicago. They, those guys, it, it's a talent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, when, when I teach my kids right now, if you watch me on one ball, oh, I, I can I can show them whatever. That thing is on a rope. Right. Put two balls in my hand, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I'll kick them, I'll drop them, and right. I, I can't. I cannot do it. No two ball here at Virginia Tech. I had a, I had a guy when I was a high school boys coach. I had a guy that could do everything with the in in drills, man. Just like a, a drill machine, two ball, three balls. He's going through his legs, but he couldn't couldn't walk through <laughs> in a basketball game, right? So like, um, I I, I feel you. I, I think that's a talent, man. Some people just got it on the string, man, and they, they don't know how. Like all of a sudden it's going behind their back. All of a sudden they going, you know, like they just don't know how they're doing it. And of course you've learned to do it over the years playing, but it just came to you. You know what I mean? So I agree. Last thing is the three ball. This is this, and I, it's something that you, I know you love it, Coach Fowler. I know you love it, Coach Brooks. How you feel about the three ball, Coach uh, Coach Robinson? What you what you what you think? Skill or talent? Look, man, I wasn't a, a damn shooter in college, so <laughs> it's definitely uh, – I think it's a little bit of both, man. Okay, okay. You're going to play both sides of the fence. I got you. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Coach Brooks? I, I definitely think it's a talent. Mm. I, think, I think it's a talent because some people, when you turn them lights on, they, they, can make, they, they can make all the shots in the world. You put them on that gun – Bang, 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 bang. That's skill. Mm -hmm. You put them out in the game, you put some people in the stands, you turn that light on, and so them same people can't make that same shot. <laughs> no question. No question. The, ones who can, the ones who can, they they the shot makers. Mm -hmm. And so, like I tell my kids, those are the ones who have talent. Those are the ones in the game that can knock that three down in a game situation under, under pressure. That's mm -hmm. a talent. And I tell my kids all the time, I don't want no shooters. I say, I want makers. Yeah, I want some makers. Yeah. And so I, I definitely think it's a talent to be able to knock that thing down when you turn them lights on. So we got we got a group. Uh, we we break our groups up. We got our post players. We call them goons. 
our point guards, we call them floor generals or PGs, and then our uh, our, our wing scorers, slashers, we call them bucket getters. And the bucket getters were in uh, workout the other day, and they was like not getting any buckets. So I, <laughs> I said, so we're going to change our name to the shot takers because y'all not getting any buckets right now. Y'all need to get in the gym. So Coach Fowler, talk to us about that three ball. Man, I'm, I'm going to say it's a talent. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know we got a kid, Savannah Jones, mm-hmm. uh, 6'1", wing player. She just roll out of bed and shoot. I mean, just can do it. I mean, we played Texas State this year. She has back-to-back four-point plays, you know, yeah. to win. I mean, just like Coach Brooks saying, make the shot when it has to be done mm-hmm. under pressure. But I will say this. She's late for camp one day, and we got a star shooting drill. I mean, she's late. You can see the sleep in her eyes, shoes hardly tied up. Hey, Savannah, come here and do this drill. It just goes out, knocks down. Men that shoot 13 threes in a minute from all this. Just just rolled out of bed. Wow. Just a tap. Wow. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Well, guys, that, that was that was. I think we got to get another game, man, because everybody was everybody was in between. But at the same time, a lot of those a lot of those skills um, or talents, you know, go, <laughs> go hand in hand. So I, I definitely appreciate you guys um, for your time tonight. This was this was dope again, and we definitely gonna do this more and more often, man. And um, I appreciate you, you Coach Fowler, for getting on with us. I know this might be a little late for you, boss. No, I'm good. I'm All good. right, we're good. I'm good. Yeah, hey, yeah. but now when you first sent that that text message, I was thinking you was like nine o'clock. We starting to wait a minute. Not that's Eastern time or what? You guys <laughs> gonna be up at ten. That means you guys gonna be up at ten now. You know. Right. Right. I was right. glad to see that clarification of eight o'clock. But uh, yeah, for me. <laughs> we're good. But I'm gonna watch this Clipper Laker game, man. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Coach Brooks, Coach Robinson, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming over, man. Appreciate um, you. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you. Y'all be good, man. If you need anything, let us know. Right, uh, take care, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relentless, don't want to test us. We bought hard, went around with the best.